the first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap off of my show. Don't just get him off the show. Get him out of Podbean altogether. Because I approve, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there, you thump your Bible, you say your prayers, and then they didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about your John 3.16. Brian 3.16 says, I just whipped your ass. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to big, dig back some of that courage he, fa- he had in his prime. As the king of the podcast, I'm serving his notice to everyone. I don't give a damn what they are, they're all on the list. And that's the flying Brian's list. And I'm fixing to start running through all of them. And as for this championship match is concerned, son, I don't give a damn if it's Mike or Perry. Hell, I don't care if it's infinite as Mike VC. Flying Brian's time has come, it, come, and when I get that shot, you look at the next podcast champ. And that's the bottom line, because I just said so. Welcome to another episode of the You Wish You Could podcast. Um, this is a little bit of a special episode. We actually have all three people, quote unquote, in studio today. Um, it is the god that runs the pod, Mike Canatella, along with Flying Brian. Zell people. And Perry Jericho. Wait a minute. I don't, I don't understand why you put this. You can't see him. He puts in quotations. All three people or in, no, the, in the studio. In the studio. That's what I said. This the, is a nice studio. I posted it is all the pictures cool. on our Facebook it's, if you want to check it out. Yeah. It is a big upgrade from big the Big upgrade. Then. Check out the pictures on our Facebook page. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. I'm just saying, like, yes, it's, it's just good to have us all three together. Um, so uh, we definitely got a good episode this week. It is our, our WrestleMania, uh, fantasy WrestleMania booking pay-per-view, uh, or fantasy WrestleMania booking episode. Uh, obviously, we'll go through Gorilla, we're on SmackDown, but I'm really stoked to do our fantasy WrestleMania booking. Um, really quickly, though, a couple ad spots. Uh, Downright Network. Uh, for all your video game and entertainment news and info, go to downrightnetwork.com. Check out their latest review on the new Switch system from Nintendo, as well as the highly talked about Breath of the Wild Zelda game. Uh, for any uh, other information, go to downrightnetwork.com. And also to our buddy over at uh, Robert Bruno Digital Illustrations, Robert Bruno himself. Uh, from Marvel and DC to wrestling and everything in between, check out some of the amazing custom artwork from Robert Bruno at brunodi.com. All right, people. Gorilla position. <laughs> do we do we want to be like Xavier Woods and get right into it, or <laughs> oh. multiple positions? All right, yeah. I guess we're going to talk about this, aren't we? We are. It's the elephant in the room. <laughs> the Xavier Woods in the page. What? What? And, and poor Brad Maddox, who was just underneath it all, really. <laughs> <laughs> underneath it all. Perfect. <laughs> uh, that's all right. <laughs> Um, so for every fanboy that is fapping out there right now that you, that knows what we're talking about, Paige, unfortunately, had some uh, derogatory things leaked on her personal uh, phone or wherever it was from a couple of years ago, it seems. It doesn't seem yeah. like it's as recent. Um, but uh, pictures and videos of her doing uh, sexual acts with... Uh, doing the nasty. What, Brad Maddox and allegedly and Xavier Woods. Who? Brad Maddox. Who? 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 Who
the new biggie of the uh, new day. The, the only thing that upsets me about this whole thing is that when I found out about it and I actually got to watch the video, I wasn't at home on my couch with no pants on. Like, that's the only thing that I'm upset about about this video. Let's just be glad she had her pants on when she watched it because she was here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll send you the link, Perry. How about that? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. There, yeah, there you go. Give there her some... Uh... Now, it, that wouldn't be fapping for you. That would be disc jockeying? Like, what, what would you call that? Wiki, wiki. Spit in the turntables? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. DJ Perry got the one to twos. Oh. <laughs> Interesting video, though. Um, they were not protected, it did not look like. <laughs> no, you were upset That's about that the issue. most. They weren't, they the weren't using issue. protection. We yeah. don't, you know, you don't know where someone's been, especially when you're on the road and you got all these people pounding yeah, after you. So I have a, I have a two-parter to this. Um, one is... Like this has got two-parter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't really look like she was getting too much of Brad Maddox in her. And that uh, one video. He kind of looked like he was just kind of taking videos naked, which I, you know, I get. Sure. <laughs> like, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I feel like maybe he was left out a little bit on that. But so we, what, don't, we don't have his video, so we'll see. What's going on with this chick? Like, <sighs> it know. is one train wreck after another. Um, I feel like we're on 495 rubbernecking. Like, every time there's an accident with her, we just, like, have to stop and see what the hell's going on. Um the other part of it is, you know, th this poor girl is what she's wanted to do her whole life is be in WWE, and since she's come in, it has been at what I said before, a train wreck. So, I mean, do we feel bad for her? Do we feel like, you know, this is what you wanted, this is what you get? Like, how did what what was your takes on all of this? I don't believe it was a hacking job. I think that this was leaked intentionally. You do? I do. I think it was leaked intentionally. I think it gets eyes on her. Whether I mean. She's got enough eyes on her right now. I don't know really how the company will deal with it if they were planning yeah, on bringing yeah. her back. I know that they have, she has this, well, this portrayed movie about her that was just done. So I don't know if this is kind of like a publicity thing to kind mm -hmm. of get everybody's attention on her. So there's more attention on this movie that's being released with her. I think of that. But I don't know. I don't. I think it was an intentional job. I don't think this this was like a hacker that leaked some shit. I mean, that's the other thing too. Like, Rock is filming a movie with um, oh, what the hell's his name? I can't think of his name. Um, he's big in the movie music industry, but they're filming a movie about Paige's life, and now this comes out. And I think it's on purpose. I think it's for publicity. And I mean, either she got a serious payday for releasing this shit, or or. Not from WWE, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so at all because they're so PG. I don't think it was it, it was through them. I don't know really what, but I don't. I do not think it was accidental. I don't think it was somebody that hacked in and, and did this. I mean, interesting enough, Brian. Uh, I don't know. Um, it it seems. I didn't even think about the movie thing, so I mean, it's a it's a possibility that they're looking for some ancient attention. But I mean, they did just start filming it, so I don't know when it's going to come out. So see, but that's the thing. Like, it would definitely be on her end, like The Rock yeah. or. Um, oh no, absolutely! Okay. I don't think they're gonna tell her, "Hey, well, these, these these tapes you got, they're not gonna be like that." Do you um, think they add that into the movie? Yes, please. Bonus content for the Blu-ray. I have to say though, in this video, it's if 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 that was Xavier Woods, which everyone is thinking it is, I'm not going to say it is because I was even skeptical that it was him when I was looking at it because mm -hmm. you can't really see a clear face. Um, he was very lazy, man. You got to put the work <laughs> in. I mean, she was doing all the work, and I get it. Like that's cool sometimes, but like nothing, man. That's lazy. 
That was lazy as hell. Straight lazy. You got yeah. a woman, you got a hot ass woman straddling, you put some fucking work in. Yeah. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he was given the New Day pop cup. <laughs> the new, his new Day cycle. pops. I mean, uh, there's definitely one thing, though, and that's uh, what she wasn't doing, and that's. Biggie? No. Yeah, I feel like she fucks her brother. <laughs> yes! Did you really? Yeah. Yes. Did you really? Yeah. Yes! I had to search through the archives to find the episode and the time. That was I, not me. I was, <laughs> no, I, let's go to the tape, people. Hold on. You you decide. Is this Perry? Yeah, I feel like she fucks her brother. <laughs> I don't... Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Um, let's move on from there. Um, I want to talk about this, actually, because Brian and I have been... Uh, privy to it I, I think it is absolutely one of the best podcasts out there right now not just saying it because it is one of the best podcasts out there as far as ratings go if you're a nerd and you really really just like the inside scoop of wrestling something to wrestle with bruce pritchard is fantastic it's a, a great podcast it's long if you have the time to listen to it um it, it seems dull at first but it is a great listen to oh absolutely i've listened to wrestlemania 9 WrestleMania 6, I'm on WrestleMania 7, uh, two and a half to three hours oh, yeah. per podcast, but it's totally worth it. Absolutely worth it. Um, I have not checked out this. This is the first time I'm hearing of this, mm-hmm. and um, I'm totally in on it. Like, I I live for stuff like this. I live for the backstage scoop. I live for, like, the behind-the-scenes deals. That's all it is. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, like, I live for that. Like, I read all these guys, like, biographies and autobiographies for that purpose is to get the, the that backstage scoop because i see it at face value for when it's on mm-hmm. but you don't see like all the mechanics that go behind it i mean they have the 24 hour the 24 specials now which kind of go into some of the newer stuff but a guy like bruce pritchard who's been around and been in that company for so long or was in that company for so long i didn't realize how long he was in the yeah. company he was there for Ever. 87 I mean, to 2008 think about yeah. it man he was brother love for for yeah. the end of the 80s into the 90s yeah. and it's you know, to have somebody like him who really had the behind-the-scenes scoop through I mean, all of these years and all of these guys, um, I have to I have to listen to it. I feel like my life is going to be dedicated to listening to his podcast oh, from here on out. There's a lot of good episodes. There's a lot of episodes I was like, all right, I could have done without this. One thing that I do want to uh, bring up is I was listening to the Montreal Screwjob episode, and over the years, like, yes, Bret Hart was definitely a top favorite of mine and over the years finding out more about him personally i'm growing to not like him um and then listening to what bruce was saying about from the montreal screwjob something that really upset me and just was like just disgusting was that while vince was walking back the whole entire whole entire heart family bruce said spit on him like fucking like hock the loogie and spit on vince mcmahon like come on like i get it yeah it wasn't cool it, it definitely you know your your son your your brother they he got screwed over but to physically fucking spit on somebody i would yeah i would that's gross that's yeah, fucking that's, disgusting that's i would there's a limit of like what i will do to somebody and spit i will never i spit. mean i necessarily i wouldn't necessarily expect my family and stuff to do it but i mean i know that he he definitely punched him in the face he came out he came out of that room with a black oh, yeah. guy but i mean that was for for brett to do yeah not necessarily for his entire family to kind of spit on him all the way back but you know so i I get what you're saying but at the same time i'm like man for somebody who when your business was so down really kind of you know what i mean like it got people into it and he was he was a fantastic champion and Mm -hmm. he 
you know, he ran the championship well for a time where wrestling wasn't really in. You no, know no. what I mean? I mean, it's so over now, but it wasn't then. Um, and a guy who didn't give up on you and... You know what I mean? He he worked hard, and I get what you're saying. Like the more you learn about somebody, because I did the same thing with like I, with him and with Shawn Michaels, and yeah. you learn more about their how yeah. they personally were, and yeah. you know that just pretty much everything in their lives, and it kind of taints your vision of what you had for them. But okay, I understand what you're saying. Though. Yeah. Any yeah, I, thing I, you want to add? I agree with you, Mike, on that one. That's like that's just that's long. the lowest of yeah. lows. Yeah, like it yeah. doesn't get lower than that. Um, Their WrestleMania match does. Owen probably didn't. He had a job afterwards, so I'm assuming yeah. he didn't. No, he no. probably stayed clear. It was the women. <clears throat> the women. All the women spit on him. Well, have you seen the? Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know so what? I'm they, not even going to say anything. So they say they spit. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. I'm not even going to comment on that because what was just about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Please do tell. <laughs> No, it's a terrible, fucking horrible thing. <laughs> All right, just so you guys are aware, Perry's not saying something terrible and, and horrible. And I am not so. completely sober, so I apologize to, <laughs> to fucking anybody that I yeah, offend yeah. in this. Not sorry, not sorry. I'm not really sorry, but I'm going to say I'm sorry, but I'm not. That's the f- We have it on audio documentation that Perry apologized. I do. All right, yes. cool. Um, anything else, Brian, from You Wish You Could? Uh, oh, you Wish You Could. Uh, something to wrestle with? I just uh, plugged ourselves on yeah, our own no. fucking show. <laughs> Good great. job. Yeah. Um, just... I love that the, they do the promos, like they do the yeah. voices and everything. Horribly, horrible. horribly. And I see where you got your uh, horrible inspiration for the Roddy Piper voice last week. Uh, I thought that was I was pre- thought that was pretty good. I thought it did a pretty good job. He does a, little, a really good Vince though. I was, Richard does. I was a little Vince. bit embarrassed last week, but <laughs> just a tiny bit. But I'm what? glad that you guys couldn't see my face when it was happening. Why, why are you embarrassed? <laughs> Please listen to last week's podcast, and you'll understand why I was fucking embarrassed. What was wrong with my Roddy? <laughs> Entertaining for sure. <laughs> and the other part that I like from the pocket uh, from that podcast as well is they don't just go over the event itself. They lead they'll up do to the it. whole lead in like they like WrestleMania not, uh, seven. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about from January from Royal Rumble. No, I'm sorry, WrestleMania nine. Mm. They talk about from oh. Yoko winning the Rumble. Yes. All the way to uh, through the show and then the European tour that happened after where. What's his, I forgot his Conrad. name. Conrad. Yeah. Got Bruce Pritchard in a lie. It's like, yeah. yeah, we put the belt on Hogan so you can go on the European tour. But Hogan you wasn't were, on the European tour. Exactly. Mm. It was like, yeah, you got caught in a lie. Like, stop, dude. It's cool. All right. Um, uh, again, so not to just keep plugging and plugging other shows, but check it out. It's definitely like a good to listen. with Paige. Yeah, she, you got know, she got plugged real good. Really quickly, I actually have audio of um, Brad Maddox actually talking to Paige during their video. Here it is. Hold on. Have you seen my wiener? <laughs> it was good. No, we didn't see his wiener. No. He, was, he was so busy being underneath her and the gentleman who we think is yeah. Xavier Woods uh, filming them instead of getting in on the action, which I want to see the whole video. Yeah, we know. I do want to see that. I do want to see that video real bad. Real bad. And the reviews are in of the video, and apparently it's... You blew it! Yeah, good job, Brad Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> All over Paige. <laughs> oh, hope they got a good money shot. Oh, it's gross. Oh, All right. Um, other news on uh, Gorilla. Uh, APA has apparently been announced to induct Teddy Long, and um, John Cena announced to induct uh, Kurt Angle. I don't know if uh, anybody else has heard anybody else of inducting. Um, I am hearing rumors of them working on a deal to get Jim Cornette to induct the Rock and Roll Express, but. Both sides are declining comment at this time. Declining comment. 
just thought that was funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Greatest thing ever. Can we talk about this for a bit? Yes. <laughs> Couple minutes. Couple minutes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw the the teaser. And I'm like, all right, what am I watching here? Yeah. And then I, I just found myself hooked watching all the. I think there's four or five videos I've, out right I've now. I've watched four. I could find okay. four last night on WWE.com. Uh, <laughs> it's just great. It, it's so good. It's this comic- is Cam Catamaran. <laughs> working. I worked for a short period of time in Utica, New York. <laughs> Was it Tex Ferguson? Tex Ferguson. Tex Ferguson. Chad Too Bad. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> the wig that uh, Anderson is wearing. Yeah. Carl Anderson's wearing this giant, like, 80 style blonde wig. <laughs> it's, it's so amazing. Good. I can't. Chad, too bad. I don't care that you bought that car. I got myself a brand new green jacket. It's not even green. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is funny about this is, like, it's WWE showing that, like, they have a humor side. They don't always have to play with kayfabe. Uh, and they can do fun stuff, and yeah. it's straight on the network. It's not even like you have to dig around for it. It's on the network as of, I think, yesterday. Yeah, and it's on WWE.com as well. Yeah. Do you and remember the- when they did the Harlem Shake with, like, the whole locker room? Yes. The yeah. shit was hilarious. Yeah, it, it was. was. good. Sometimes they do real fun stuff. Yeah. They do. Uh, another cool thing to check out, um, I don't know if anybody's ever looked at these videos, but the the After Raw... The Paige Xavier Woods video. The Paige Xavier Woods video. <laughs> have you seen my wiener? <laughs> Um, we know no, Perry will be checking that out later. We know. Yeah. I'm look. I want to find the whole fucking video. I want the whole thing. I want to see who's doing what when. If they're tag teaming at any point, I don't want do a they, piece of you. I want the whole thing. Do they tag in? I, or is it like? I mean, I mean, wrestling rules. Or is it like standard WWE rules? I assume tornado yeah. tag. Like <laughs> Texas tornado. Yeah, tag. I don't know. There is no entry into the elimination chamber, though. <laughs> There probably is. There probably is. <laughs> there probably With her, is. yeah, I could imagine that. Um, and that's it for Gorilla, unless anybody else has... Oh, you um, have a couple things that you wanted to add, I believe. I do. Um, I kind of... I mean, we kind of knew because there's Fozzie tour dates out. Um, Chris Jericho, he's always in and out. He's been in for a little while, though. Just like Woods. Oh, just like Woods. <laughs> this is going to go oh, on man. the whole episode. The whole fucking to. episode. But, um... You know, after WrestleMania, there's talks John Cena is leaving as well. So we kind of see it on Jericho's end. But um, John Cena, I feel like we start to see him leave a little bit more and more. Cena? Yeah, as of late. Hollywood. He'll go away for a couple months. He'll come back. Um, I just want him to go away and not come back. It's mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jericho's always welcome. Bye, girl. But, yeah, bye, Felicia. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, uh, um, I get it. Cena's doing a lot of Hollywood stuff. But I just... When he comes back, it like just rubs me the wrong way all the time. When Jericho comes back, it's different. You know what I mean? Like he's putting over people. He's he's having fun with Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? For a yeah, long period of time. That's what doing right now. Yeah, but it's different. Like he just calls out title the only shots thing and he's he gets putting them. Over and, is Nikki Bella. You know, so just things like that. But so Jericho, we kind of expect to leave. I can't wait for him to come back. I'm already missing him. And he's what not if he even doesn't though? Yet. What if this is it? No, shut up. No, I'm shut your shut mouth. your whore mouth. Can I just? I'm asking you. No, no. Don't ask it. Don't ask the questions. (laughs) Just like the Kevin Owens and Jericho friendship. Yeah, I feel like she fucks her brother. (laughs) I didn't say that. She didn't say that. I heard her. You want to play it again? You want to get punched in the mouth? No. All right. Let's continue on. Uh, Let's get this ball rolling. Okay. I got a couple. uh, Oh, right. You still going? I just, aside from Jericho Cena leaving, which we just talked about, um, 
they're talking draft after WrestleMania. Right after Mania, or they're saying close after WrestleMania, they're going to run that draft again. Last, what was it last year? Summer July, Slam. just before SummerSlam. Yeah, July or August, so summer of last year. So it's a little bit earlier. So I don't know if they're going to wait out till summer. Um, I know we were talking about it earlier. I always love the draft. I think it's fun anyway. That you know they go and they pick different people and people swap over to other sides i like it especially when they start doing the matches who determines who goes where mm. yeah. um i miss that with like the big wheel oh um, yeah, yeah right they yeah. spin the wheel and they're in a match and whoever yeah. wins this match is on raw or whatever the case is um but i think a talent switch up would be nice although they're you know we haven't seen different storylines really too many of them from for the draft from last from last summer until now, so I mean, they could definitely get away with a lot longer with with the the rosters that they have on each side. But I think that some people switching out would be like a good thing. Like I know you guys shuffling were, it. Yeah, yeah, I know you guys were talking about you know AJ Styles possibly coming over to Raw now yeah. that he's fired. Um, and I think Seth Rollins would be great on SmackDown. I think he would be a great addition. But for everybody else, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll have a draft episode when that happens. But I think it's cool that they're thinking about the draft again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would say, and I just thought of it now, is to Seth Rollins coming over to SmackDown, there's talks of, obviously, and we'll get more into this, the, the Triple H's new faction, faction. coming to fruition, and uh, I would think that would solidify Rollins as, like, their rival. Um, so maybe... We'll see what WrestleMania brings with that one. I guess, yeah. And something interesting with that, too, I've been thinking about, um, if they do move Styles to Raw, where does he fall with Triple H's faction? Is he an ally? Is he turning face to go against them? Do the club reunite and go face to go against them? Do they put the club together with Finn Balor and yeah. all four of them go against There's so Triple many H? options. There's yeah. so many things they could really do. Yeah. It's true. It's hard to, which is a good thing that it's like hard to not really be able to predict this anymore to be like, okay, well he can go here and they can do this, but no, they can keep Balor and, and do this. And it's like, we really don't know, but there's a lot of options and chances yeah. are knowing WWE creative, they're not going to do any. It's of a big them. roster yeah, now. Yeah. It's not like it used to be where it was yeah. like, you know, you had this amount of people and you knew there was going to be this amount of storylines and they would just kind of change up the same people. All right. Um, so anything else for uh gorilla position, Brian? Uh, yes, I got a couple things. Um, just an injury, uh, injury rumor mill. Uh, apparently Rusev has had surgery last week or earlier this week. He's going to miss Mania for an apparent shoulder injury. was one of the reasons he was squashed by Big Show. Mm. Um, Cedric Alexander has a knee injury out three to five months. Maybe that's what's coming this summer. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. And then uh, positive injury note, uh, Shelton Benjamin is almost clear to go. He coming back. Are they going to... Bring him on once he's good. Apparently he's under WWE contract already. Yeah, he's been under contract. Um, he just has to hit his uh, marks with weightlifting, okay. which he said he's never had an issue with before. So uh, once he clears that, he's going to be good to go. <clears throat> and then in other talent news, Jack Swagger officially got his release. I okay. saw that. Yeah. And um, That means he's clear to go wherever he wants, right? After 90 days, so he's okay. not to beat. Um Biggest thing that I think from last week's episode um, that I saw two notes on, um, the site I go to has Daniel Bryan betting odds up from a place in Vegas, and they're talking about a possible return by the end of 2018 for Bryan. In WWE? The end of or 2018? Wrestling. In wrestling. Okay. Right now, the, these are all um, him returning to wrestling by the end of 2018. New Japan is in 11-10-10 uh, odds. Okay. But started at 11-8, which means people are actually betting on that happening. Yeah. Um, 
TNA, Imp- uh, not TNA anymore, Impact Wrestling is at 10 to 1 odds. Hmm. Ring of Honor is 9 to 4. And a WWE match by end of this year is currently at 7 to 1 odds. Okay. So there's a lot of talk that he's going to come back and wrestle at some point. At least a match. At least a match, or probably start working a full schedule, because apparently he's said before that he has changed his style, Yeah. and he has a whole new style uh, set up for when he comes back. Less impact. Less impact, yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, I can picture it being a Bret Hart style. A technical wrestling. Yeah. Which, like, he's worked matches like that in WWE before, like with CM Punk and stuff like that, so... Correct. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Two more things. Um, apparently, there was rumors going around the other day about Alexa Bliss, how WWE soured on her because of her in-ring work. Uh, but it turns out, apparently, um, Road Dog has come out and said last night, I believe it was. Yeah, he tweeted uh, that those rumors are false, um, and that that there's no such thing going on. That they love her right now; she's doing great, which she has done solid ring work. But apparently, the, the from what the report stated originally was. They were unhappy of the chemistry that she had with Mickey James because they felt like Mickey James should be able to work with anybody and have a good match. And with Alexa, they really didn't. Um, and that the matches that she had with Becky were all because the chemistry that they had was all because of Becky. So, do you honestly think that Alexa's had bad matches? I mean, she's—I'm sure she's had I'm, bad matches, but overall, not not that bad. I mean, they're definitely better than her NXT stuff. Mm. But at the same time, um, you know. The people she's working with, it's hard to have bad matches with. That's yeah, true. If you notice, though, it's a that's a common issue with everybody. Not that it's necessarily an issue, but these guys are hungry in NXT. Yeah. They want main roster spots. It happened with everyone. It happened with Charlotte. We saw it happen with. We saw it with Becky. We saw it. You know what I mean? Like they're so hungry and they put on these amazing shows. And not that their stuff isn't amazing when they come up, it's just a little bit different and it's it's a little bit more teamed down on main roster. And I don't... I just think that it's a little bit of a different dynamic when they're in NXT and then they're back and then they're on the main roster. So I don't think that she's really had bad matches. It's just not as intense as NXT is. But NXT is very intense. Yeah. Yeah. Like all around like you watch nxt and you're you're always blown away and it's not that way when you watch a lot of the stuff with the main shows so i don't think it's really bad and are we taking are we thinking about mickey james 10 years ago or are we thinking about mickey james now that she's 38 years old do you know what i mean so exactly so i just want to i actually want to disagree with you really quickly I don't think that it's that the fa- yeah because they're definitely hungry. I'll agree with you on that, but I think it's the fact that NXT is treated like an independent promotion, and with that, Triple H gives them a lot of free reign, a lot, um, a lot more than you get when you come up to Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown, you have people chirping in your ear, you have people telling you what to do, your promos are scripted, and because even Enzo said it, like when he came up, like he was handed scripts. And Enzo doesn't work off of scripts. Like he does what he he has a notebook that he writes his promos. There's for. more outside creative that comes into it exactly. when you're on main roster yeah. than you are in NXT. But doesn't that make you think a little bit that maybe you should take a lot of the creative, like tone it down a little bit, and let these people run with their personas while Vince is in control? Because it's hard because we're, we're the outsiders looking in. Um, and I think what it is is Vince is running a multi-billion-dollar company. So I mean, you got to have limits to what you can do in certain things on Raw and SmackDown. Where NXT, you're not talking about WrestleManias and yeah. Royal Rumbles and this and that. You're talking about live shows that are just getting big in you know football, like uh, basketball arenas and like like small venues that 
Triple H is like, guys, go tear the house down. Do what you want to do. And yeah, but if you're tearing a house down at that level, you're going to tear the house down at a WrestleMania level. Like, it's, unless you know what I mean? they're it's telling the same... you to tame it down. Unlo- that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, unless they're telling you to tame it down, yeah. which, you know, isn't their fault. If they're like, hey, tame this down or whatever. We don't want it to steal the show from this or whatever the case is. But if you have something so golden like yeah. NXT and this is working, this dynamic is working, bring it to the bigger table. Yeah. Bring it to the bigger table. Scale back on creative and let these guys go and tear the house down on their own without it being held back. And I don't know if that's what they're doing, but if it is, like NXT, not that WWE is not doing it wrong with their main shows because I understand they, they're sticking to stories and whatever they're doing, but like NXT is working out and it's... Mm-hmm. It's getting a bigger and bigger fan base as you move along because the shows are so fantastic. Perfect. No, I agree with you. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? Otherwise, I want to uh, start yes. moving One on. One last thing. Um, I I know we don't discuss the indies a lot mm-hmm. or other promotions, and that's something I kind of want to start getting into a little bit more. Yes, we've talked about um, that. One, just uh, I'm going to kind of go more in a generalized area with this. Impact Wrestling, they're announcing all these new deals that they're making. Yep. Um, they have a deal with Pro Wrestling Noah Japan. They have a deal now with Conan's promotion that's been running for, I think, about a year now called Crash in Mexico. Um, you know, they have a lot of stuff going on. And then same thing with Ring of Honor. They have a lot going on. Um, they had their 15th anniversary show, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, any of the matches from that card. I watched two of the matches, the world title match. Daniels versus Adam Cole. Great match. Oh, yeah, that's the one that they were booking pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great match. Daniels finally got his first uh, Ring of Honor title. Okay. Uh, First world title anywhere for Daniels. And then the Hardys versus the Young Bucks versus Rapongi Vice. Mm. Great freaking match. I would imagine. Um, Hardys still using the broken gimmick? They were not because Impact has a lawsuit against them right now. They came out as the Hardys, but they came out um, no music. The arena went black, and they appeared in the ring. Uh, so they're kind of using... Easy. They're not going as hard on the mannerisms anymore, but they're kind of using the mannerisms a little bit to pro- kind of play on what they what they were doing with Impact. Okay. But there's a lawsuit, and um, Impact has filed injunctions from them using anything, and they told every other promotion, if you guys let them use these mannerisms and these characters... We're gonna we're gonna file a lawsuit against you. Okay, interesting. Um, but the big thing I think I think it's interesting, and I think it could be shaping wrestling going forward. Is like I said, Impact's got these deals with other promotions. Ring of Honor's had a long-standing relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's talk of WWE signing talents out of Europe and stuff like that to feature on the United Kingdom Championship and mm-hmm. and on their uh, network as well. Yep. Do you think this could be a good thing if? We start seeing more promotions work together. Oh, absolutely! I mean, you got to think about it. when WCW first started, um, and you, you even if you were a big fan of the games back in the day, it wasn't just WCW guys in the games, and that's because these are promotions that they were working with a lot of Japan, a lot of Mexican promotions, and that's really what evolved into WCW having all of these talents for the cruiserweights and all these other divisions. They had talent come in from other promotions, and I think that's what's going to help Impact. That's what's going to help ROH. Um, and give WWE that competition that needs to keep them on their toes. Yeah. Right now they're just self competition. Then that's yeah. it's good, but it's it's not enough. Yeah. All right. Perry, anything? Okay. Let's move right into Raw. Uh, Raw was a solid Raw. Um, I definitely think uh, one once. of the yeah one of the better Raws of the year thus far. 
Um, I mean, some of the better things that happened, uh, we have our tag team title match set for WrestleMania now, um, which is going to be a three-way tag match. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Three-way Sheamus. like Woods, uh. Maddox, and Paige. <laughs> <laughs> it's never-ending. Like, wait, su- there's more! <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like Suplex City. We're just going to start counting. It's like 12. <laughs> like the amount of times that Woods penetrated Paige. No? All right. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, we have a tag title match set. Uh, so, as I was saying, Sheamus and Cesaro versus uh, Enzo and Cass versus... Uh, you can't even call them the club anymore because they're not. They're not Gallus and Anderson. Gallus and Anderson. Call them. So, it's the tag match of two people names. Cesaro and Sheamus, Enzo and Cass, Gallus and Anderson. Yeah. What yeah. the hell happened to tag team names? I love tag team names. I'm like, sad about Strike it. Force. Strike Force. Strike Force. Strike Force. Half the combatants are uh, bald, too. More <laughs> then, no. Sheamus got a mohawk, so he's not really bald. Okay, Cesaro, Gallows, Gallows and Anderson. And, oh, well, yeah. Okay, Enzo so and a, Cass both have hair. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. Uh, Enzo, yeah, he's yeah. got hair. He's got hair. We don't know what's going on. We there. don't know what it's called. All right, uh, and then the Reigns and Michael segment uh, I thought was brilliant on multiple levels. Yeah. Um, I put Reigns in here. I don't know. If, I'm just wow. looking at this. You're an idiot. Stoked about this. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I, I'm not a Roman Reigns fan. Nope. The Michaels Reigns segment was really cool. I love that Shawn Michaels came in and was like, hey, I'm not against you at all. I'm actually on your side. But, like, I'm trying to prepare you. Like, the Undertaker's getting in your mind. He's going to distract you. And that's exactly what he does. And you need to get ahead of it before this happens or you're just going to get destroyed by him. Which is true. Like, you know, he's getting distracted when things happen and... Um, but on a, on a different level, I think this is going to be really good for Roman Reigns as his character and with the fans. Um, because I, I think, obviously, I think that he's going to go over the Undertaker. I think he's going to be the second person to beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. And I think it's going to do wonders for his persona and his character. And, um, cause I think that we're going to see a heel Reigns at the end okay. of WrestleMania and I think it's going to be a really good thing for him because it's not being forced. Like, it's not the reins that were, that's being forced down our throats for the last two years. Like, right. I think we're going to get a totally different beast. The Rock. I, I think it's that's exactly what it's going to turn into. When The Rock was shoved down our throats is Rocky Maivia. He's, you know, High Chief Peter Maivia's uh, grandson. He's this, he's that. And nobody, everybody was chanting Rocky sucks. And then Rock turned heel and look what happened. Yeah, but naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like... Saying. He's starting to get that little that nastiness about him yep. in his attitude and stuff, and I feel like it's kind of the beginning of Roman Reigns actually starting because I don't feel like he's been here the last couple of years. I feel like it's the company yeah. beneath him that's been here, and now I feel like we're gonna see the Roman Reigns that we probably should have gotten two years ago. Yeah. Um. So I think it's gonna be fantastic. I think it's gonna be good for him, and I'm kind of happy for him because. You know, people hating on you so much for stuff that you're not in control of has to suck to a certain extent. You know what I'll compare it to? Um, And then I'll throw it over to Brian. Uh, Look at the Usos. Uh, Usos were a great tag team. um, But something about them just wasn't clicking. They turned heel. It was a very natural turn. Um, It wasn't like, it was very out of the blue. Like, oh my God, the Usos are heel. Look at them right now. Yeah. They're tops on SmackDown. He's he's heel alone just for hitting Undertaker at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Like that's it's not even it's not forced. It's he doesn't even really have to change his personality at all. No. It's just him going against the Undertaker. You are now the bad guy. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Anything you want to add? And uh I mean I love the whole segment. I thought it was great. Um again, I think he I think Reigns looking like the heel. 
Um, unfortunately, as much as I want to see it happen where he turns heel at Mania, I don't think it will because, like we were talking about before, before the show came on the air, Reigns going to SmackDown as the top babyface. And they're also talking about next year's Mania being Lesnar versus Reigns for the Universal title. They're mm. already talking about that as being the, the big main event and Reigns getting a moment. Uh, I fucking hope not. Yeah, I know. What I would actually like to see more more would be... Can we learn a little bit from our fucking mistakes? Can we exactly. Learn? Let's go back to 32. Reigns, we had, we, we had Reigns and, and Brock, Lesnar. and the only thing that made that match good was, was Seth Rollins at the end. I yeah. thought it was a decent match before that. Was it? Uh, it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. Mm-mm. It wasn't. As bad it was as starting other to get matches. good at the end, and then like you started Rollins like really did pick... kick it up. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like I think Rollins just literally like they were really starting to build up that match, and that match was like, oh man, look at this. Okay, but here we go. This is where Reigns pins him, and this and that. Brock Lesnar's bleeding. He, you know, he went into the post, and then I'm like, all right, okay. Oh, here's Rollins. Yeah. Like, okay, this really just added to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see how it plays out at WrestleMania. Yeah, there's a lot of good things. So what I love about this WrestleMania so far, and we'll go into it more with SmackDown too, because I have something that like SmackDown is just totally like valid, uh, validating everything I'm thinking right now. WrestleMania is really setting up a lot right now. It's not like the matches are like, ooh, like that match. I can't wait for that match. It's, wow, this program is going really well. They're setting up this match very well. I want to see how it plays out at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, and trip this next segment on Raw just really, again, validates that uh the triple h stephanie and foley promo real quick before we get into that just to hearken on what you said it's nice that they're setting up so much right now Mm -hmm. and it's all being done so well that like there's guys that we know are going to be in the card that we don't even know what they're going to be doing yet right like samoa joe finn balor if he's coming back or not you know seth Rollins, triple h they're looking like they're going to have a match but we don't even know if they're going to have a match yet and we're two weeks away so like it's this is like been one of the best build-ups of mania in a while yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's definitely. Uh, it, I'm excited. I'm starting to get very excited for WrestleMania, and I haven't been for the past couple of weeks because I was just unsure as what the hell was going on. Um, but again, like what you were just saying, that promo with Foley and H uh, oh, uh, was yes. insane. Uh, they, they Triple H was just ripping into Foley. Um, the, I don't like Triple H, and I, I well, yeah. I know. Oh my god, I was never a fan of him. Um, and I, I, I've heard somebody else say it, and I can't remember who, but he needed somebody with him to be big. Like, he was never big by just like, ooh, it's Triple H. It was Triple H with DX. Then it was Triple H with China. Then Triple H with Steph. And then Triple H with Evolution. Um, it was never just, hey, I'm Triple H. I'm really good. Like a Stone Cold or The Rock, even, for that matter. Um, but Triple H's mic work has always been top game. Um, he's always known what to say. He always pulls those those strings that you're not sure if he really feels this way or if he's just playing a really good fucking heel. Um, and uh, it, it works so well, and it, it worked on Raw. Yeah, I, I completely see that. Um, and think about it, yeah, he's always had somebody with him, but um, I think for a while... I think he just needed that heater with him is what it really was. Um, yeah. I mean, he got heat by himself... But he just needed the heater, I think, to get more heat on himself and protect himself. And that's kind of the gimmick he played for a while. It was like kind of that cowardly heel. He'd hide behind everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's understandable, though. Yeah. But uh, but this this promo on Raw was, was just... Top-notch. Best. Foley's 
was at his best from when he since he's been back. Steph was on her best. Yeah, as she is every single week. Like there, I feel like she's like the female Paul Heyman. She's so good. She is. Oh, yeah. She's so good, and she's easy on the eyes. Very, very, very <laughs> easy on the eyes. It's See, I'm making a... up for it. There you go. Making up for those terrible alleged comments. Which one? You know, I don't. Wait, I don't know one? what you're talking about. This one. Yeah, I feel like she fucks her brother. That one. Sorry. That's it. Sorry. That face was like, I just went to the principal's office and I had to say sorry. Uh, yeah. kid, on. God damn it. So obviously the promo ends. Uh, Rollins comes in, tries to make the save on Foley and gets uh, shows everybody that, hey, my knee's fine. Um, drops the crutch, um, which obviously we have to assume that he's Mike fine. Drop. Mike drop. Mike drop. Mike drop. Mike drop. Uh, gets the shit beat out of him with the crutch. Oh, that was yeah. A great so beat there's no way that they would have done that in any sense if he wasn't 100. percent No. No. Like even if he was like 95, percent Triple H would be like, no, I'm not taking the chance. He's ready yeah. to go, which yeah. I'm excited about because yeah. I was thinking about a WrestleMania without Seth Rollins and again. I, I didn't want to see it because yeah. he's so good. Yeah. I mean, like when he's on that spot, man, he delivers. It's not even funny. And Triple H, I'm gonna disagree with you, Mike. I love Triple H. Uh, I've always liked Triple H. Um, no, no. I think he's so good, and he's so quick. You're right. On the mic, Oh yeah. it's very hard to touch him. He's so good. He's so quick. He always has something ready. Um, he's a very prepared guy. Um, he's probably the smartest person in the wrestling business. Which is why he's in the position that yeah. he's in. Which is fantastic because you want somebody like that, and he's passionate on top of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not just a suit that's coming into it. He loves this. He loves wrestling, and he loves the business, and he loves, I feel like, all aspects of it. I don't know him personally, but you can tell the passion behind what he does when he's in that ring. And it's not terribly often that he is lately. Mm -hmm. um, this segment was gold for me. Yeah. He was such a fucking savage. It, <laughs> it made my heart happy because yeah. I love when people hurt other people. <laughs> i do i love it so i love the beat down on seth rollins as much as i love seth rollins um i love that he got his ass whooped by triple h and triple h is in tremendous shape yeah he is tremendous For, shape i mean again i i say 40 year old like you know it's you know like old. it's old it's not it's man. not it's but not. like he's in good i yeah. want to be in that fucking good of shape when i'm 40. now yeah now, now i would like to be in that shape now that's definitely true but he's so good and i um i'm looking forward i always look forward anyway to anything that rollins does uh, I mean, uh, that Triple H does. So I'm I'm looking forward to WrestleMania and seeing kind of where they go with this. Okay. Um, so we want to transition over to SmackDown? Oh, go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. I thought I heard it, heard it again. No. Well, we had Dana turn on Charlotte, too. Yeah, I mean, you can talk. I, I, again, I just put I know down the, not the big like a, stuff. I know, yeah. I know it's not a big thing for you, but you guys, I know earlier you were talking about Nia or Dana being thrown into the mix for yeah. WrestleMania. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Because... I love Nia Jax. I think she's a beast. Oh, she's fantastic. And I really, yeah. but at the same time, I'm kind of curious about Dana Brooke. I think it's a setup for post WrestleMania. You uh, do. I do. Do you think uh, that? Do you think that Dana's going to come in contact with, with WrestleMania's match? Like, do you think yeah. that she's going to cause anything, and Absolutely. that's what's going to turn it? Because I'm really hoping for a Charlotte win. I would love. I mean, we. I think we all know here that Perry and I are huge Charlotte fans. And it's not because of whose daughter she is. I get it all the time. It's because of how fucking good she is. She's oh, the yeah. best pr women's wrestler in the business now, and probably that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And I will say that up and down. And I don't care if she's Ric Flair's fucking daughter. It. It's because of what she does. Um, I think she's gonna lose. I don't want to see it, but I think it's because of Dana Brooke and Emma. 
Emma. I can totally see that happening. I think Emma. They, yeah. I was actually thinking that myself. Dana and Emma are going to. This is exactly what this is setting up because Emma's on her way back, uh, not as Emmalina. Because what the fuck happened with that? By uh, the way, they, Emma, all is Emmalina. The gimmick. She yeah. like she like kind of fucked it up on Raw and like knew it and then like walked away and yeah. then all of a sudden she was Emma again the next week. Yep. I have no idea what the fuck happened. I was so confused. Uh, from what I read, uh, creative just didn't think that she pulled off the Emmalina thing, which will work in her best favor because her and Dana. As like this badass, you know, du- uh, combo team were great. Um, I think they were perfect, and I think that's what they're gonna. Co- that's gonna cost Charlotte the match at Mania, and that's gonna set up their feud. Okay. Anything? Uh, same thing. I think I I could see that happening. I was just actually thinking that um, either Dana's gonna wind up in the match, or she's gonna wind up interfering and costing Charlotte the, the win. I don't think Charlotte wins at Mania. Mm-hmm. I think either. Uh, Bailey or Sasha wins, and I think that's our two main Raw women's feuds coming through after Mania. Mm-hmm. I think we finally get two solid women's feuds after Mania, Mania. on Raw. Agreed. If we get two or three at a time on SmackDown, I think we're finally going to get two solid ones on Raw. That's good. That's a good idea. Um, Alright, so we got to get through uh, SmackDown because we're uh, crunching for time here, and I definitely want to put some time and effort into the WrestleMania thing. Uh, so SmackDown, here's my biggest question, and it's to Perry. Last week we were talking, and the biggest topic was poor AJ Styles uh, has to face Shane McMahon um, and just gets thrown into a match at WrestleMania. Do you still have that same sentiment after watching SmackDown? No. Thank you. (laughs) No. Um, That was the most incredible setup. That was amazing. For any match I've ever seen. You know what it was? It was because it, it wasn't in the ring. No. It wasn't just talking shit. Um, they got down to it, and he attacked him. He's been, this is the AJ Styles that I've been waiting for oh, since is, he came in. Oh. This is the AJ Styles that I want. He's he's being a savage. He's he's pissed, and he has a right to be. You know everything he's saying is true. You know John Cena gets to come in and just say that he's going to have a title match, and he gets the title match. Where where AJ Styles has to jump through hoops, and it's true. When it's you when true. you look back at what he says, you're like, you know what? He's fucking right. He yeah. had the elimination chamber. You know what I mean? Like he has all these things stacked against him, and it's almost like people are working against him, which works towards his program with Shane, with Shane at WrestleMania. But we don't know that because we're fucking stupid and we're not in the <laughs> loop with them because we're like, fuck them. They're so stupid, and we're like, oh no, you're not. I'm so sorry. I should have trusted you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is the AJ Styles. I want um I loved I loved that they they had him waiting for him they had him waiting for Shane I thought it was a little bit um like off that Shane like arrived and like didn't know anything but maybe he was hiding I don't fucking know really what was happening um but really brutal beatdown for yeah. Shane McMahon put him through the fucking window of the car his head was bleeding like this sets up something that you start to look forward to. Where before it was kind of like, oh, like, if you think about last week and it was like, really, what were you looking forward to? Because you yeah. were just kind of like, AJ Styles is so talented. Why would you put him in a match with Shane McMahon? There's nothing interesting there. Not thinking two weeks before WrestleMania, they're going to make it super interesting. Yeah. I hope that we get a, a special stipulation in this match, though. I hope it's just not something. a stri- like straight, regular pinfall match. I'm hoping that it's it's falls count anywhere that it's a backlot brawl that it's something that it's something where they're not in the ring because i yeah. think that that's where their magic is going to happen yeah this is setting shane up to do something big um i don't know or what, aj but, well, the, it just gives him so much more power to do anything any input um i know you listen to gp as well as i, I do i have been again um and i think they brought up a good point like everybody's doubting shane and he, yeah he's gonna hear this and he's gonna 
Oh, yeah. He's going to do something oh, yeah. big. And that's one thing that I've always thought about this match. Too. Like, yes, it's there's a downside to it. I wasn't really happy about it. But at the same time, like, Shane's going to do something big to make this match worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just what the hell is it going to be? Because so far, if it's a straight-up one-on-one match, it's... What are they going to do? What's he going to jump off of? Yeah. Because that's what it's going to be. What is he going to jump off of? Yeah. Is he going to jump off the, the WrestleMania screen? <laughs> The whole setup that they do. Is he going to jump off of that? Is he going to jump Let's off Let's hope it doesn't stage? look like a hotel again this year. Because like, yeah, that not. was kind of stupid. I don't have anything against Shane McMahon, though. Like, I'm not... I'm just saying that AJ is so good yeah. that he can have, like, a fantastic match with anybody. But now that the direction that we're going, if they do any kind of, like, false count or no holds, like... Yeah. That'll be cool. I'm not saying that Shane's not good because he is. Yeah. He lays it on thick when he's on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't hold back. He doesn't do anything. He puts his body on the line, which I respect about him. Like he'll come in and he'll do whatever he needs to do to make this a great show for whoever's watching. I just thought that AJ would be utilized better somewhere else. Um, but now, now I think this. I'm looking forward to this match. I think a little bit more than maybe some of the other matches on the card. I think this is probably for one most of the people, best. Yeah, this is the one of the most like I want to watch this match. Like yeah. I want to see how this plays. So I just out. wanted to put it out there. Like nothing against Shane. I'm no. not saying that he's not a good worker because, like I said, he puts it on when he's on. Like 110 yeah. percent more than that. Like he he knows what it takes. He's been in it his whole life. And the uh, the other part of this is uh, so again. People had said, oh, man, we're going to get Miz and Maurice versus Cena and Nikki. And I sat there, and I, and I did it the same thing when I was like, guys, you know, not to you guys specifically, but I'm, like, listening to people online, the, you know, the fucking smart marks, whatever. They're like, oh, I don't want to see this match. Stupid. Uh, AJ should go against Nakamura. Cena and Miz shouldn't be on WrestleMania. Okay, guys, listen. These guys are putting on some grade-A quality, like, promos and working this program amazingly and it's they haven't even touched each other yeah there has been no physical like conflict between Miz, Mar- uh, Miz and Maurice or Nikki and Cena but what they're saying to each other is oh my it, it's so good it's good because it's personal it's very personal and that's what I like about it is that it's starting to get a little bit personal and it's mm-hmm. not just like when you got these opportunities now it's like digging in and yeah. the Maurice and Nikki thing it was like with the best friend thing and then the total divas and she cost her three years of her career when she could have been working and just the whole fucking thing. I mean, I feel like it's leading towards... I know you guys were talking about like an engagement, like yeah. a, a Nikki and mm-hmm. Cena engagement, which more and more you can kind of see because he's being more affectionate with her. In on the screen. Ring, on yeah. screen. It's really kind of strange, and I, I'm uncomfortable about it. <laughs> but um, I get it. I get where you guys are, where you guys are coming from now. Um, the Miz. Yep. Mike, you can say I told you so. Go on. You can say I told you so. It's not even an I told you so because I'll agree. For the longest time, he wasn't what I wanted him to be. And and now I feel like after WrestleMania, you'd be stupid to not get him in some kind of championship program for SummerSlam because this guy is on right now. He is. And again, like I'm taking one of his phrases, but he is a must see superstar. Right now, if The Miz comes out, everybody's like, oh shit, let me see what he's going to say now. Yeah, but it wasn't like that before. And now it is. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's paying attention. And I don't think it has anything to do with Maurice or anybody else in the picture. He is on his game right now. He is at the best I've ever seen him. Mm -hmm. And I want to see him go further. Mm hmm. And you know what it is? Because he's playing into it. You know, Daniel Bryan's like, oh, you're stealing my moves and they suck. It's like, okay, but that's what he's doing. Like, he's stealing yeah. people's moves. Like, that's, who, that's part that's of okay. it. Yeah, you know, that's okay. You know, it's fucking working for him. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to add for SmackDown? 
Um, Baron Corbin calling out Ambrose, Ambrose. looking like that. We're gonna get the title shot for that. Yep. Um, which is my only concern is if they do a Styles Shane McMahon stipulation, that I one doesn't get it. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the that's the only catch twenty two with that. I which think. would you rather see? I would rather see Corbin Ambrose in a street fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. Maybe here's the thing. we go Shane AJ no DQ. Yeah. Where it's a little bit different. But I'd rather see Street Fight for Ambrose and Corbin because I want to see them. I don't think AJ and and Styles need. Oh my god! I don't think AJ and Shane need it as much as uh, Ambrose and Corbin do. Yeah, if they were if they were restricted to the ring, I don't think their match would be good. Oh, yeah, no. Ambrose and and Corbin. I think if you contain those those two, Mm -hmm. you're it's going to be a very boring match. But if you let them go and you let them go anywhere they want, and you know what I mean, it's kind of like. When it was like the Undertaker and Maven at that that Royal Rumble when they were like through the pop. Like I feel like if you can see them other places and they kind of bring other elements into their match, I think you're right, Brian. You, I think we're going to get a lot better match out of them. Um, Where you're right, AJ and Shane don't necessarily need it. It would be a really cool factor into it, but Ambrose and Corbin would be off the chain. Yeah. All right. Off Um, the chain. Anything else? No, um, we good. talked about Ms. TV. Uh, Mickey James picks up the win. I am looking forward to this. Um, I guess you would call it an invitational. The women's invitational championship. I, I just don't want it to be on the pre-show, and I know it's going to be. I hope it's not. I hope it's not either. Even if it opens the show, I don't think any championships should be, be on, the, on pre-show. the pre-show. I just think that's a big no-no. Yeah. Like, Aside from cruiserweight, if you want to throw cruiserweight out on the on the pre-show, I don't even that's feel comfortable fine. with that. I don't even feel comfortable with that because that feud is going to be oh, great. And the that matches. match is going to be so good. I just feel like I think your main championships, your women, you know what I mean. Your women shouldn't be on the the pre-show. I don't think your tag team championships. There's a pretty strong champion uh, tag team division right now throughout both brands. Between the two of them, I don't think that they should be on. I just. I don't know. I feel so, like SmackDown's tag team championship is just slightly less. I actually have heard a rumor about that. My brother sent me this uh, last uh, last night. Yeah. Apparently, they're going to do this for a storyline reason, but they're going to snub the SmackDown tag titles, and no. they're going to take Alpha and Usos off the show. No. And they're not even going to have the match. Alpha's mm. so good. I mean, Usos are so good, too, but yeah. how would you take that off? That's going to be such a good match. Apparently, they're doing it for storyline reasons for After Mania. Get okay. the fuck out of here. Which I think is stupid. I think that's the stupidest thing they can do. But if it works, it works. I, mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, you have to they, see the payoff for it. Yeah. We hope they know better than us, but uh, uh, I would hate to see American Alpha off of that card. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They get their mania. I moment. mean, they they unless they want them to get a mania moment by winning the titles next year's mania. Or they something. put the, they put a hell of a show on on your fucking weekly television shows. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine what they would do at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Especially with Usos, who've been revitalized. All right, so we're clearly getting into some WrestleMania talk. Um, we're going to take five, and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll do our WrestleMania fantasy booking. Uh, so, ten. Ten. We'll be right back. All right, so uh, we're going to start it off. We're going let, to, let's just, I guess, kick around a couple ideas for this year's Mania. Um, I have a couple things written down. I don't know if you guys uh, have, uh, but I guess what we'll do is we'll just kick shit back and forth to each other. Um, main event, um, would you leave it as Lesnar and Goldberg? Would you change it as Lesnar and Goldberg? I'll take Goldberg out of it. He shouldn't have even been, fucking been here to begin with. Agreed. But what about, what about Lesnar? Same thing with him. Take him out? 
Yeah, I just don't think there's a fucking purpose for him here. He's an attract. We're going to get into an argument over this. We are going to get into an argument that he should not be here. There's why? no fucking purpose because they have enough talent that they don't need to bring part timers in to make. He's not a main what, event. What was the last time he's been a fucking part timer, Lesnar? He's been around for quite some time. When was the last time he like really wrestled on a constant basis like these guys do every single week? All right, I, I'll give you that one. But I, I'm there's just saying, enough. I, I there's love enough Lesnar. Talent. And I don't... We could have a great show without having these two bumbling idiots I fucking didn't... bumping into each other the whole I had night. no like... problem with the match. I have a problem with it being for the Universal title. It's not necessary. It, it, it's just adding something that doesn't need to be well, added. Well, that's yeah. That's the thing. Is like not only did you make it bad enough where you you brought these guys in to have a match together, but now you're you're making it for the fucking title. And Goldberg has the title. I'd be more comfortable with Brock Lesnar with the title, but we give it to Goldberg, yeah. who can't last more than two minutes. He couldn't even lift his like ten year old kid up without fucking huffing and puffing, and, and we're expecting him to have a fucking great match and steal the show at WrestleMania. No, you need to have the guys in there that are that are putting the shows on. Kevin Owens should have been in that main event spot with Chris Jericho. Yeah, agreed. Do you think uh, Woods lasted a little bit more than two minutes? <laughs> I don't know. That video was kind of short. <laughs> All right. What about AJ versus Bray for the uh, the WWE title? Would that, you have? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would have wanted that. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I like the payoff with Bray and Orton. Um, yeah. I think it's a long time coming. I'm not upset about uh, Orton and Bray. I just wanted to put that out yeah. there right now. Okay. Um, I think Bray AJ could have been a great match and should have been the main event. Okay. Uh, what about you, Brian? Any changes that you wanted? Notable changes? Um, I didn't really come up with any type of card for this mania. I came up with the, like all time uh, fantasy card, but I do have a card that my brother sent me, so I wanted to read a couple matches off of that. Okay. One I thought was interesting was a. <clears throat> NXT ladder match for a main roster contract. Ooh, that's good. I like yeah. that. Like the new money in the bank. Yeah. God damn it. He's totally the smarter like brother. Like, why do we have you? Uh, I, I have more availability. It's true. <laughs> that's all I got though. He has a uh, Ty Dillinger, Elias Sampson, uh, Sampson, Andrade, Cien Almas, Noe Jose, Roderick Strong, Oni Lurking, and Buddy Murphy. Good stuff. He has Ty Dillinger winning. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that was a good. I thought that was a good one. Um, he had. I'm really uh, digging that idea. Yeah, yeah. I know. Mm, really cool. Um, I think he actually stole that from me because we've discussed that before. Oh, okay, here, right. here we yeah, go. Here we go. Um, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. Um, That's my idea to change... begin with. <laughs> he did he put change... him out. He put, put him out. out. <laughs> put me out. He did change the Undertaker match as well. He has uh, Undertaker and Balor going one on one. I, I don't think see that'd be it. Interesting. I don't see it. But Not I, yet. I, yeah, Balor doesn't have the mystique yet. Um, and then I think the only other match he really changed was uh, Rollins versus Joe and Strowman versus Reigns. Mm. Strowman Reigns. That would be a good match. And it actually has uh, Reigns as a champion. It looks like Universal. I'm assuming so. He didn't write that. Okay, Perry. I honestly, aside from the Jericho Owens thing, which I think should have been. I think their friendship should have blown up and it should have come to a head at WrestleMania. And well, That's what it's going to do. No, like it the, is, but I oh. mean for the championship. Oh. Like, I feel like, like that should have... colliding. That should have had a main event spot to yeah. me. No, agreed. Um, um, yeah. Because it was... We had this friendship building for so long and then it was like... Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, we they got, teased it, it, it breaking ex- up too. Yeah, they teased it for so long. Like, we thought since the summer that it was going to break up and it was like, no. And then we thought maybe it was going to break up and then he turned on him, but not really. It was really for his own benefit. So I think it should have been Jericho Owens. That's I would have changed that, and I would have liked to see a like a throwback, 
WrestleMania 4 tournament sort of thing for if it was a vacant title. I don't, I just, I'm so pissed off that Goldberg is going in as a fucking champion to WrestleMania we when we haven't seen him in so many fucking years and he's not even in good shape. Like he's in good shape, but he, he he's not going to be able to hold a match and that pisses me off. No, yeah, no, I know. We've talked about so that So that's before. the only real thing that I would change. I don't have any, I don't have too many changes for this WrestleMania. I think, um, like we were talking before, we kind of, we're skeptical about where WrestleMania was going until the last week or two. Yeah. And now we're starting to get a feel for it, and I'm kind of digging it a little bit. I'm really excited for Mania. I've said it before. Um, the one To keep on the same uh, trend, I, I would have loved to have seen um, a, uh, oh my God, Owens versus uh, Jericho, but I would put them in a cage. And it would have mm-hmm. even had more of an element because it would have only been the second cage match in WrestleMania history. And Jericho would have played that off. Owens would have played that off. Like, it would, the, you could, like, fucking write that for days. Like, those two guys in a cage match for I, the Universal title. I think they really should have focused on this yeah, match. Yeah. They're not focusing on it either. It's been going on for six months. I just feel like this should have had more focus than it does right this second. I f- Go ahead. Especially with the heel promo work that Owens has been doing lately. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. That one spotlight sitting on the chair in the center of the ring. That was great. Imagine that behind the cage. The aura of the cage. Mm. And bring back the blue cage. Oh, that'd be amazing. And right. Jericho's getting more serious too. He's not all like yeah. fun and games like he was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now that they're now that he got that beat down, like he's back to like serious Jericho mode, which is even yeah. better. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, that's really it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have. I mean, I have uh, Romans turning heel, which we that could happen. Sasha turning heel, um, and then making which we talked about before, making the IC title match a no holds barred false count anywhere match. Yeah. Um, other than that. I have one other thing, actually, I just Go. forgot about. Um, <clears throat> something I could possibly actually even see happening this year. Uh, control of Raw match. Team Authority versus Team Foley. Mm. Winner, loser leaves town, essentially. So, and obviously, it's the way to write Foley, Foley off. off. Write Foley off, because he is going to be leaving soon, by all indications. And you can have, I mean, obviously, you get Joe, Triple H, and it could have been Owens, maybe not. Uh, obviously, he's got his match with Jericho now. Mm-hmm. Um so it could have been anybody else. Maybe that's how they bring in Pete Dunne. Possibly. Surprise guy. And then... Or just a, like almost like a WrestleMania 23-esque thing. Like a, not a hair versus hair, or but it would have been you have one guy, I have one guy. Yeah, it could do something like that too. Or but the thing That I was could think... be what the Balor-Joe matches. <clears throat> that's what I'm thinking as well with uh, the tag match was, okay, first guy is Sami Zayn. Second guy is the return of Finn Balor. Third spot's up in the air. It turns out to Triple H's surprise, it winds up being Rollins. He's, he's cleared to go. All right, so uh, that's clearly what we uh, what we think for the current WrestleMania. Now for the uh, quote unquote meat and potatoes, uh, the fantasy WrestleMania card that we would love to see. This includes any guy, uh, Prime, obviously, because um, some of them that we have are dead. Um, some of them that we have are no longer wrestling. So just be clear of that for you stupid idiots out there. Um, <clears throat> So, who wants to read off their fantasy card first? Uh, I'll go. All right, cool. I'll do mine first. Please. I don't have as many as you guys have. Yeah, but I went a little fucking You guys wonky. went a little bit yeah. nuts, but um, and I didn't add a pre-show. So, um, I have Michaels in his prime versus AJ Styles. Love it. Um, any have, stips? Uh, also, add any stips if, uh, if there are any stipulations. Okay. No, nothing on that one, because those guys are pure gold alone. They don't need any stipulation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Team Angle versus American Alpha, um, I think would be like an amazing matchup um, between the the four of them. What if it was uh, like Kurt Angle was like kind of like either like special referee or like they were fighting for Angle or something? 
like for uh, fighting for almost like what the what was it the Hardys and Edge and Christian did for uh, Terry Runnels. Terry Runnels, yeah. Could do something like that, definitely. Have Angle run around like a little like two piece bikini. I went, I went back and forth though because I was going a kind of like American Alpha with either the Steiner Brothers or Team oh, Angle. Ooh. Steiner Brothers, I feel, would be better with the Revival. We were talking about who the I think Steiner Brothers and Revival. Yeah. Could oh, oh man, can I add a match? Yeah. So I I was kind of going back and forth with the Steiners because they were so good and they were so ahead of their time when they were doing what they were doing, and I don't think it was appreciated at the time. No. Um. But, yeah, so I did that. Um, I got Seth Rollins versus Mr. Perfect. Love it. Um, CM Punk versus Randy Savage. I mm. you just don't like Punk. I, I'm not, go ahead, keep going. I'm sorry. Go. What? No, no I, I don't like it. I, I you, don't don't like, you don't like him versus it's Randy Savage? It's too predictable. It's too predictable. Why? Because, obviously, towards the end, CM Punk was doing the whole Macho Man thing. I know. And, like, you know, like, I get it. I, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a great match. I, w- I would love to see It'd that. It would be amazing. It would. I just, I feel like if you thought outside the box more, you could put somebody else better with Macho and somebody else better with CM Punk. Hmm, I don't know about that, but... But I like the idea. I got uh, Jericho versus Owen Hart. Mm, I would right? That, that would have been a good That's match. great. Jericho and Owen Hart, especially because he loved Owen Hart so much. Yeah. And then he came in, and right when he got in, Owen died. Yeah. So that was like a wrap with that. So yeah. that never happened, but it should have. And that should have happened, or they should have tag-teamed. Ooh. Yeah, and we just never got to see it. So that's definitely something that we missed out on. That would have been fucking amazing. What about Owens versus Owen Hart too? Like, like the mentor too. versus the student. Mm-hmm. Like the that perfect like old school setup. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was kind of like it, it, that one. I feel like would have reminded me of like Michaels and Jericho at nineteen. Yeah, because mm. it was like this that same dynamic where he kind of looked up to him all these years and then i mean he got to have the match with michaels he never got the match with owen hart so i thought that would be a really cool match to see um <clears throat> chris benoit versus the dynamite kid oh that's how you did that one which is another yeah i took the <clears throat> i took the british bulldogs out of it because i couldn't find somebody that i i felt would be really super good well well matched with with the bulldogs from current years um, but Dynamite Kid, same thing. I think it. I think I have like this protege thing going on because Benoit, the same thing. I think Dynamite Kid at a house show um, in Canada gave him his boots, Interesting. and like talked to him when he was a kid. So that was <clears throat> cool. But you know, Benoit's not here anymore. Nope. Um, Charlotte versus Alundra, Bla- Alundra Blaze. I like it. Just because I don't know Charlotte, I, just, I had to put Charlotte in there because I fucking love her. <laughs> um, and then my last match is the Freebirds versus Demolition versus the New Day. Ooh, that's a good one. <clears throat> Which Demolition? The only with Demolition. Crush. Yeah, three. Okay, that's what, okay. Three, so three, 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 three. three. <clears throat> I like it. Three, three, and three. I like that. So that would have been <clears throat> cool because I had to throw Demolition in there too because I was like, ah, oh, I love them so much, but they've. I didn't want to put them against Legion of Doom. I just no. I like the the three pack the, with the yeah. The I thought it was teams. a little bit different. I thought it would be a really cool mix, and especially because it it's all these different generations. You know what I mean? So you had like the Freebirds so long ago, and then you had Demolition in the late '80s to early '90s, and now the you have New the New Day. Day, which is now. Yeah. So I think seeing all these <clears throat> factions together all in one ring would be really cool because it started with the Freebirds and. The only reason we had demolition and we had the new day was because of the free, free birds. birds. So <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what I have for my my fantasy card. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, there's definitely a lot of good matches on that card, but that's the cool thing about 
fantasy booking, you can make the coolest matches you want. Uh, what do you got, bud? <clears throat> um, I went full WWE route with this. Um, I actually made a pre-show. Um, like, I was so pissed. Like, I made my card, and then I'm like, shit, I left this guy off. Let me rework this a little bit. Okay, shit, I left this guy off. Let me work it a little bit. But, did, uh, before you get in, did this make you appreciate what these writers have to do? Like, doing something like this? Like Because, like, let's say, like, we're in now. And you're the writers, and you're like, okay, well, I want to get this guy on WrestleMania. And then another guy's like, well, no, this guy's got to be on WrestleMania. Well, it's that's tough. the thing with WrestleMania is the time of it keeps getting longer and longer because our roster keeps getting yeah. bigger and bigger. And you want to put all these guys on, but you can't. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, well, instead of cutting guys, we're just going to make the fucking show longer, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it's easy to fucking jot down what we want. It's a different story to put a story together leading up to WrestleMania to make all of this make sense and to make you want it. Yep. So absolutely. You know, I... As much as sometimes we doubt the creative aspect of it, and we're like, fucking fire that person. Whoever did that, just fire them. There's a lot behind it. Yeah. There's a lot that goes in behind it. There's a lot of thought. There's, you know, teams that put this stuff together and conference, and, you know, they have to work like a year in advance to kind of figure out where we're going with these stories and who we're working with here and what programs work here. And should we save this one for this time to work into SummerSlam or to WrestleMania? So. A lot of respect goes there. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. <clears throat> um, my first pre-show match is an eight women's tag match. It is Lita, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bailey versus Mickey James, Natty, Beth Phoenix, and Michelle McCool. Um, kind of old school versus new school, and the new the new school girls got the uh, the old school to help them out a little bit. Mm, I like that. Um, <clears throat> Definitely a pre-show style too. Yeah. Uh, get everybody on the card. Um, my other pre-show match is the traditional ladder match, but it would be for the Cruiserweight title. Okay. Uh, you have Neville, who I'd have going in as champ, uh, Austin Aries, Rich Swan, Rey Mysterio, Chavo Guerrero, Jack Gallagher, Kalisto, and I think one of the most underrated Cruiserweights in WWE's time, Gregory Helms. Yes. Not as, uh, not as Hurricane, as but Gregory as Gregory Helms. Helms. Agreed. Um, and I like that you added the cruiserweights too. Yeah, I, I don't think either of us did. I, I didn't. didn't I didn't add either. the cruiserweights. Um, now onto the main card. My tag title match. It's a four corners match. New Day versus Revival versus American Alpha versus DIY. Okay, so very modern. Yeah. Um, next match is uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Mister Perfect. Mm. Oh, match made in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Um, a match I'm actually surprised you didn't have on your card. It's one we've actually talked about before, though. I thought about it. U.S. title match, Rusev versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that should still happen. <laughs> that should still happen. Crush! <laughs> um, six-man tag team match is something that a lot of people talk about now, too. Uh, the Shield versus the club. Ooh. I would like to see that. Which club? AJ. AJ. And- okay. AJ, Dallas Anderson. This is match, Mike, that you and me had the same that we did not talk about. I think I know who it is. Submi- submission match, Bret Hart versus Daniel Bryan. I didn't think it was that. That's good, though. Yeah, I know. I would love to see that. Those guys are both technically gifted. Can you imagine those two working a match Holy together? Shit. It'd be amazing. I thought it was something else, but go ahead. Yeah, um, my next match is an eight-man tag team match. The Wyatt family with all four members. Braun. Braun, uh, Harper, Rowan, and Bray. Versus Undertaker, Kane, Finn Balor, and Sting. Ooh. Just the mystique of that match would I think would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you can have Sting come up as the last guy and like the Monday before WrestleMania 
he shows up out of the darkness, and the when the lights go up, and you see him in the rafters, and they announce him as the as the, <laughs> the fourth man. <laughs> Fart break. <laughs> Edit that. No, alright. No, okay. That's great. Alright. Uh, so this thing gets announced as the fourth man and the show goes to a close. Okay. Uh, my next match is the Intercontinental title match. Uh, two of the greatest IC champions of all time. Macho Man Randy Savage versus Chris Jericho. I'm sorry, you didn't say Honky Tonk Man there, so. Uh, we yeah. got confused. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little confusing. Macho Man and Chris Jericho putting on a match for the IC title. That's that's insane. Yeah. Um, another match I think would be good, which we could still see at some point: Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, win- my women's title match: Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Good. Mm. And my world title match, then final match of the card: the battle to break the record: Ric Flair versus John Cena. Ooh, that's how you put Cena there. Mm. I didn't use Flair. I didn't use Flair either, but what I the fuck? I don't know how I feel about Flair and Cena. I feel like you got to break the tie, and I think the best way to do it would be so it would be a tiebreaker, yeah, for the championship, yeah, pretty much. But tiebreaker, and you both go separate ways. But that's it, it. Yeah, yeah. Cena doesn't really touch it because Flair's owned like over like a hundred exactly. titles. Yeah. So you really, we can talk about WWE all we want in the World <clears throat> Heavyweight Championship, but he could work for another hundred years, and he would never touch what Ric Flair has done. Exactly. You also got to realize, like, the 16 titles were over multiple um, organizations, over multiple years. Yeah. Flair had those belts Longer for... collective reign as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely a good uh, card. Um, should I start from the bottom to the top or top to bottom? Start from the bottom that way. Start from the bottom? No. Okay. I'm going to start okay, from the bottom do what you want to do. All right. Uh, so I'll start from the bottom, um, and then we'll work my way up to, I guess, my uh, my main event match i guess you could say so uh i would start with uh, undertaker and kurt angle nothing crazy um but i think those two would definitely put on a good wrestlemania match um i would put in this thing that undertaker still undefeated kurt angle going into it trying to take down the undertaker streak i would think that would make for a good match uh this one i love um i thought of it later um, and i still like the idea roman reigns versus the rock um really turning on his uh this would be the perfect heel setup right here uh your cousin is trying to put you over and you're taking him on um i'll go into my four women's matches bailey and lita um i feel like they have that good uh, that style together um i think they would put on a good match together alexa bliss versus trish stratus becky and alundra blaze i think they would match up better and then this is the one i really would be interested in charlotte versus sensational sherry uh sherry in her prime sherry in her prime oh absolutely yeah like Not- champion sherry yeah, not like WrestleMania Nine, Cherry. Yeah, well, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like when when fucking Sapphire oh, didn't I did show put up. Flair in. When Sapphire didn't show up, what was it for SummerSlam? SummerSlam, yeah. yeah. And she didn't show up, and she was like going fucking out. She was like, ah! Okay. She had the fucking face paint and shit. It was fucking weird. Yeah, she's always weird, but I mean, she was in her prime. She was about as she's good a as nasty a broad. Yeah, like she, what? She's not anymore. She's dead, but <laughs> she was a nasty broad. At one Meaning point. what? In, like page status or? <laughs> i'm sure i've heard rumors yeah so i'm sure that too but um she was mean as fuck yeah it's true too she was nasty all right um so here's a i, I don't know I, I guess this is how i threw flair into the pay-per-view flair versus shinsuke nakamura um again primes both flair and his prime going up against shinsuke right now obviously um, you're talking about... Flair had a very long prime. <laughs> yeah, like, true. what prime are we talking about? Are we talking about... NWA. Like, like okay. Flair is prime patriot. Puffy blonde be... hair. Okay. Not slick back, 
wet, okay. rat hair. Bleeding it, all the time. Got it. Yeah. Flair and his prime Patriots still be getting fucked. This is very true. I'm not going to be surprised if we see that, that would next, have been that sex tape next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for the Halle Berry one. <laughs> She's climbing on top of a mountain. She's uh, space, mountain. Space, space Mountain. Space Mountain. Space Woo! Mountain. Just got <laughs> Mixter Perfect versus Bobby Roode. Um, I only put. I could have even put Bobby Roode versus Rick Roode. Um, but I went Mr. Perfect on there. Um, I think these guys are great. I, I got a glimpse of, like, Perfect and uh, Luger from 9, but, like, the way it should have been. Um, so I think that's what this would have been. Uh, Enzo and Cass versus the New Age Outlaws. I mean, you're talking about two guys, or two teams that are mic, just mic work all night long. Like, like this would have been the, the battle between back and forth. And then this is the one I love because here's how it plays out. Money Inc. Ted DiBiase and IRS. They come out with Jimmy Hart, right? Yes. They got Jimmy Hart with them. He's got, got the microphone. Jimmy. You gotta have Jimmy. And then oh. you have New Day versus New Day, and New Day. Obviously, it's a tag match, so you have Xavier Woods on the outside with his trombone and Jimmy Hart with oh his megaphone. God. That'd be annoying as shit. <laughs> exactly, and you wouldn't love it. I would. I would. <laughs> I would love every bit of it. Come on, baby, you gotta get this. <laughs> I feel like I'd be paying. I feel like it wouldn't really be the matches that got me entertained. It would probably be the outside. Absolutely. I'd, no. I paid more attention to Jimmy and Xavier than I would the actual match. That's exactly what this would have been. I mean, again, you probably still would have had a very good sound technical match. Um, but, I mean, the outside work that Jimmy Hart oh and Xavier God. Woods would have done, brilliant. Um, all right. So now we get into some of the heavier wrestling matches, I feel. Brett and Danny Bryan, as Brian had already said in a submission match. Cena versus Hogan. Um, oh. Why? Boarfest fucking boring you're talking about and i would put it as cena going in as a heel mm. taking on the immortal hulk hogan still boring it's your prerogative that's fine with me uh i think that would be better with hollywood hogan versus cena versus cena versus face cena yeah i get where you're that. coming at it from like i get what you're saying because there's these two guys that have kind of like they're the immortal yeah they they were like like everyone knows them like it doesn't matter where you go people know john cena and people know hulk hogan yep from two different eras completely different eras here's what i was thinking would this match be more interesting on the same level or less interesting than the rock hogan less less Mm -hmm. just because Mm -hmm. the the rock is so much more entertaining than the two of them i give you that okay you know what I mean? Like, The Rock can make it better just by him speaking. Yeah. I, I watched that match just the other night. Like, just that match. I get mad that that, that kind of stole the show from, from H and Jericho. It did. Um, but that's their stupidity for not letting that match go on last. Yeah. You you knew going into that you what that it. was going to be. You knew that people were going to be drained after it. But you watched it. The crowd reaction. Like, that's what made that match. Yeah. It was. that that Like, the crowd was just insane. Like, I hate to use a rock term, but it was electric. Like, they were insane. But it ruined match. it for what should have had the attention. For Triple H and Jericho. Yeah. I know, which was a fantastic match. Yeah. Which doesn't they, get the credit. But they didn't get the crowd reaction because everybody was spent from the, the match before. Agreed. Um, Ambrose and Roddy Piper in a no-holds-barred match. That's dope. Yeah. yeah it is. That would be a, That would be such a fun match to watch because they're both such brawlers. And Ambrose kind of reminds me of piper when i see him which mm. is i think why i like ambrose so much is because he has that roddy piper effect the in, like the in-ring mannerisms that yeah, he, yeah like he's just a brawler like there's really no technical wrestling that has anything to do with him and that's kind of like the only way that i stray away from technical wrestling and i'm okay with mm-hmm. somebody is when i mean 
If you if you're not a really good technically sound wrestler, I really want nothing to do with you. But if you have that brawler style, like the Roddy Piper style, I'm into it. No, I agree with you. I, but I, you have to be with the right people. Yeah. Yes, not you Brock Lesnar. Not Brock Lesnar. You can't have that match and contain it to the ring. No. All right. Uh, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Um, just again, this is the wrestling match of the night. Like yeah. this is well, this and the main event, of course, that yeah. I have. This would be your dark horse. Oh, absolutely! Like uh, there's a lot of matches on here that are obviously just for WrestleMania moments, but then this matches that like okay, this is match of the night candidate. Absolutely. Um, Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. I, I like that. I feel like it's uh, it's one of those like okay, these guys are gonna kick the I, shit out of each other. I was thinking about that when I made my card and like. Okay, I don't really want to go with that right now. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get other matches on the card, but that was one that I definitely was like... Did you put Stone Cold on your card? I did not. Okay. Nor did I put Owens. Yeah. I, I don't know how, I, f- I, got, I, don't know I, how I feel about that one. What about it? I don't know. Like I feel like the things that Kevin Owens does, like he pulls a lot of shit out that you don't see. No. And I don't know how it would work with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like I can see him do it on the... I guess maybe because I just can't see him doing it on Austin because I, I... I don't know. Well, you gotta. F- I feel like everybody forgets like what Stone Cold was before he was Stone Cold. No, no, I yeah. don't forget that at all. I'm oh, okay. not saying that he's not. Like, mm. I don't think it's just weird. Like, I can't picture Kevin Owens doing like those weird, like off the second rope, like backbreakers and stuff like that with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I don't think he would. I think it'd be more of a mat based match with those two. I think I think Owens would go to, more into into Austin's territory. So he that. would kind of transition. Because yeah. Kevin Owens can. I mean, he's like yeah. a chameleon. He can kind of, I feel like, adjust to any type of wrestling match, Absolutely. which is good. Yeah. So he would have to convert into the Stone Cold way, because I don't think Stone Cold could really... No, Depends on what off. time frame of Stone Cold that we're talking about. Pre-Owen Hart breaking his neck. Okay. <laughs> like, that's... like we talking Ringmaster? No. 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 Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Definitely Stone Cold without Steve a doubt. Austin. Probably... Like King of the Ring area? WrestleMania 14. Okay. Yeah, WrestleMania 14 Stone Cold. Okay. Yeah, that's what I... So it would be a fight. Yeah. It would be a hell of a fight. And uh, again, I'm I'm also thinking about the lead up into this match, like the, the promos that these two would have going back oh, and yeah. forth. Between It'd, Austin's mouth and Owen's being like it. a funny, sarcastic asshole, yeah, you'd yeah. have a lot to All work right. with. And the main event, the the title match, um, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Shawn Michaels in a ladder match for the title. I mean, you're talking about two of the, the WrestleMania guys... Um, have I some. I can't picture Savage on a ladder. Yeah, that I, love the match. I love the I, match. I love the match too. But I, I, that you can't picture Macho Man. I will drop off of a ladder. I mean, they didn't have no, those I, ladder matches I, at that time. Didn't, so they didn't. The so that's why we can't see it. Yeah. But uh, Michaels could have a good match with anyone. So could he. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Except for Crush. This. <laughs> <laughs> this would be your 35 minute like. And this would be like Savage WrestleMania three. Savage, Savage WrestleMania four slash five, five. Ra- Macho King Randy Savage. So Macho mm-hmm. King into seven. Mm-hmm. So face Michaels heel and heel Savage. Macho? Heel Michaels. Iron Iron Man oh, to heel. Heel Michael. Yeah. Heel Michaels WrestleMania ten, um, ish, and heel Savage. WrestleMania seven. See that throws it off for me. What? They don't do what? heel heel. What? Why do you have to be so fu- such a fucking shill? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's I, my WrestleMania. I know. He I can know. do whatever the fuck he wants, I guess. I, I Because I see it as, like, and so you think about it, uh, no, because I'm tra- like Macho, uh, Hogan and Warrior. You don't know who, or, okay, how about this then? Hogan Macho, and Warrior, I feel like, was more of a passing yeah, you don't know who. Throne. You don't know who to cheer. So, okay, Macho, so then what if we Michael's do Macho Man 4 Boo. and Michael's 12? Okay. See, I you could go with, I was going to say Macho King. 
Mm-mm. And then Michael's 12. Because I wanted to stay in that realm of you're cheering for both of these guys. So not okay. Macho King. No, and I just said that. Macho 4. Macho 4, okay. Macho 4. That. And Michael's 12. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything uh, else? I mean, that's our uh, fantasy booking card. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to see your fantasy booking cards. Give us a couple matches that you guys definitely want to see. Um, you can go on Twitter. Facebook, um, you can go on our webpage. Uh, it's you wish you could uh, pc.com. Um, there's a comment section for each episode. Um, I want to see some feedback from you guys, so I want to see what you guys think would be like the pentultimate or the the greatest WrestleMania match, I guess you could say. That yeah, you... I'd like to see a couple of them and talk about them next week to yeah. see like maybe stuff that we didn't think about or maybe guys we forgot about or matchups yeah. we didn't we think We definitely of. left so, people out. Yeah, no, we definitely left a lot of people out and we recognize that, but I want to, yeah, I'd like to see other people's too and kind of talk about that maybe for a quick stint next week. Yeah, we'll do it on our next week's show. So again, give us your comments. Let us know what you what we missed and what you want to add in there and we'll, uh, we'll definitely throw some of those into the episode. Uh, next week's also is our Hall of Fame episode. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, current year's uh, Hall of Fame, past Hall of Fames, who hasn't uh, gotten into the Hall of Fame and who definitely deserves it and who the hell is in the Hall of Fame and does not deserve it. So uh, so that's definitely an interesting uh, episode next week. Look forward to that. Uh, check us out on Podbean, which is where we broadcast from. It's uh, youwishyoucouldpc.podbean.com. Check us out on our website, like I said before, youwishyoucouldpc.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash youwishyoucouldpc. As you can see, a trend is uh, kind of trending there. Uh, Twitter's at ywyc underscore pc. Kind of change it up there. And then our email, you wish you could pc at gmail.com. All right, guys, it's the po- uh, the guy that runs the pod for uh, You Wish You Could Podcast here with Flying Brian and the God herself, I guess. Everybody's favorite. I'm and, God's favorite. I'm your wife's favorite, favorite, too. She was kissing me before. She was kissing you a lot. I know. Well, no, you were kissing her a lot. How uncomfortable were you? I wasn't. I mean, come on. I mean, men kiss her, I guess. You know, it happens. <laughs> you got bigger fish to fry, buddy, if that's the case. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, you know, been there. Um, All right, anyways, uh, so this is the You Wish You Could podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's too bad. That we're too good. Ooh. I'll add that in. All right. That's That's a wrap. As the fucking thing starts ticking.